0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Lenovo NVIDIA AI podcast. My name is Tikiri Wondragala. I work in the Lenovo
1: Systems Group. And I'm Valerio Rizzo, I'm the Lenovo MAI head of AI. And, uh, Tikiri, I have the pleasure to have here with me today, uh, Philip Miller, uh, the CEO of Synatrix, um,
2: which is a company specialized in AI in retail, uh, Philip. Hi, Uh, thanks for having me. My name is Philip. Um, I'm the CEO of Signatrix um, and we provide um, a software solution and computer vision platform for brick and mortar retail stores uh, with a focus on grocery, basically enabling them to use their existing camera infrastructure and then sort of combined with uh, state-of-the-art hardware leverage um, what's possible today using AI and computer vision technology from um security to in-store analytics to uh retail media basically creating that real-time data layer of what's going on in the store that um brick and mortar retailers like to have and that e-commerce retailers already have so i'm happy to discuss um what's going on in the sector and uh, thanks for the invitation
0: hey it's great to have you The AI topics we've been looking at up until now is really on how uh, computer vision has changed a lot of the world we are looking at today. Now we've looked at uh, the underlying technology, we've looked at how computer vision has transformed manufacturing, we looked at smarter cities, today we're going to be looking at retail. Now when you look at the retail business, uh, when I look in my lifetime, it is most probably one of the fastest moving businesses. Uh, I remember when, you know, it was started off with just basic shops. We went to department stores, super stores. Then, you know, you had the advent of online retail. So it, it is an incredibly fast moving, fast evolving, innovative sector. And it, it kind of sort of is an ideal sector to introduce and, you know, embrace new technologies. And AI is most probably an ideal candidate. Now, before we jump into it, now both of you are experts in this area. Uh, can we start with what you see as the mega trends and how AI can help retail?
1: In the last two years, we had, uh, basically, um, uh, like a few indication, uh, a few hints on how the retail, um, uh, industry, uh, is going and, uh, where it's going. And, uh, in, in these last two years of pandemic, we have seen like, um, uh, catastrophic, it was catastrophic for many industry and including retail, physical retail. And, uh, and probably the pandemic uh, actually I highlighted the importance of online presence uh, for a retail industry Uh, but after two years of uh, this severe restriction um, there was also um, you know like people were rediscovering uh, so to speak the pleasure to be back uh, uh, to their uh, social interaction so uh, personally I'm I'm a big fan of e-commerce and online shopping uh for many reasons like mostly because i'm uh, i i prefer it's faster you know like and uh, and uh you don't have queues like uh, i know where to find stuff like that uh it's uh it's way more effective uh but also like something that i like for example when i'm in my little uh country house uh it's going to these uh family-owned shop where you know people like you can interact with them they know what you want like it's a it's really like a comfortable feeling and uh, and so the, the you have like right now you, you see there is uh this clash this uh fierce competition between uh, physical stores and, and and online stores and 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 you see like that uh, I guess it's evident that uh, e-commerce and online retail store are missing that that kind of interaction, that kind of social interaction, social presence, and at the same time, uh, the, the physical stores are missing a lot of uh, you know um, uh, a lot of uh, capabilities that makes uh, more comfortable and quicker and faster and more effective to buy to buy online and uh, and uh, you know like we we have seen like uh some example of uh you know this transition from online from e-commerce to physical stores in uh such as like for example in the case of uh, amazon go and uh and and physical stores are starting now to implement technology and ai is uh, is probably the most prominent that uh is allowing uh to compete head to head with uh, with e-commerce by and and having those kind of capabilities then and those kind of uh you know cool features that you have in uh
2: online stores so what, do you... hey, Philippe,
0: what are you seeing
2: i mean i would agree with uh, valerio i think uh so the future sort of omni-channel. i think retailers need to reach and touch customers um in the way that customers want right so I think um online online is a big deal and 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 you can do personalization online um which is which is really cool you can sort of understand the preferences of your customers and also the individual customers and also sort of across customer journeys and everything like that um, which is not possible uh in offline retail um but at the same time as you said Valerio I think uh, we see this we see this phenomenon of uh, online retailers going back to opening stores right because they see that this is this is also where part of their audience and where part of their customers are. So I think merging these together um, will, be, will be the next big thing, kind of, right? Basically bringing the, bringing the store, the physical store up to speed um, to, 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 right. to, to the way online retailers can, uh, can work already today
1: you know like if you think about the, like some of the technology that they use also like online stores started using earlier like augmented reality for example was one of these technology that i mean allegedly uh allowed the uh the online store to have some kind of uh you know more physical presence like more uh tangible presence in a in a way it was a already an attempt and they are keep on using that it was an attempt to to be closer to what is an actual physical store so where you can see the object uh, in uh, in their 3D uh aspect that, that you can locate like you can position object that you can rotate them uh i mean but of course there are many other cool stuff that you can do in a physical store like uh, uh, you know smelling like in the, you know the the understanding uh, really the, the texture of uh, of uh, of an apple or or uh, or a fruit, so these these are all things that you see, like uh, that. Uh, I guess like the online commerce is missing, and and uh, the physical store has. So it's a matter of uh, improving, like uh, increasing the capabilities, the technological capabilities of the physical store. So that is really interesting to me. So
0: if if I would like to summarize it, uh, it would be true to say that really the online folks are trying to copy what the physical folks have and the physical folks are trying to copy what the online folks have. uh, And it's sort of merging together. And that really, these changes that are happening very fast are are really exciting and are really changing our our total experience. And now to the both of you, you know, what makes uh, AI and specifically in in the realm of, uh, you know, uh, video
1: technology, et cetera, right? And vision, uh, what what makes that specifically useful for retail? What I think is that retail uh, has been so far like uh, a very traditional uh, kind of business and customer relationship were based on, uh, you know, actual social relationship. So you know the customer when you know it. If if uh, your uh, retail chain gets too big, like you probably lose that kind of... uh, uh, this, that kind of contact and that kind of, uh, understanding of your customer profile. And of course, like computer vision and AI can really, uh, um, um, uh, give the ability, uh, to, to have uh, visibility and real time insight on, on the customer journey, um, and including how they they interact, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with the stuff at the place right. with, uh, with the goodies, uh, the services, uh, and, uh, and, um, and actually like create, uh, as I said, like I, I mentioned already multiple example, but those example are ways to, um, to create better and, and more meaningful customer experience. And, and this, uh, of course, uh, turn into, uh, uh um, a positive effect and loyalty uh of the customer and and uh, more revenues than and and reduced cost um uh, and losses and um and i guess like there are multiple uh, as i said multiple uh business uh function of process that you can optimize uh with uh, uh AI um and computer vision um, i mean if you think about like you know stalled the uh, shelf free stocking uh, or uh uh you know optimizing uh, store layouts uh to you know to fit the uh, the the customer habits um so i, I think all of those uh uh kind of capabilities may May help the business to to grow faster and better, and I think that that is what uh, where I see AI and computer vision uh, fitting really really nicely into into that that kind of industry.
0: And Philip, what's what's your experience and you know your company's experience with the retailers you've worked with?
2: I, I would agree. Sort of the promise of uh, AI and computer vision within sort of physical retailers, obviously, grand, right? Um, yeah. There is uh, there is a lot that you know, I'm not going to say needs fixing, but that can be improved. And often you have data problems. And um, sort of our company, we, we build a sort of computer vision and a software platform for for this in store data, and sort of right. to, to make it easy for, for for folks to 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 make use of that data, which is sort of an unleveraged asset uh, mostly at this point. What I would also say is that um, it's not it's not so super easy, and it hasn't been to sort of bring this change along, right? Because I think. Um, I still remember quite vividly when we got started and we were fundraising. There were um, not only one investor that was like, "Oh yeah, computer vision, yeah, that sounds amazing." Uh, so, so what do you do with it? And we're like, "Yeah, we um, we do that for the retailers." And they're like, "Are you crazy? Um, like, um, why don't you why don't you go build? Um, why don't you go build self-driving cars or something like that?" Yeah. Um, so, so I think, and at that point, I was like, mm, you know, it was their problem with retail? Um, but, but I think um, you're very much touching the physical world, right? Uh, right. It's 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 people out in the open. It's unstructured, um, yeah. um, it's different across chains, across locations, across countries, continents, what have you. Um, so I think capturing that complexity and then 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 sort of bringing it back and structuring it and 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 uh, making it or preparing it in a way that is actually useful and that 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 could actually be handled by current um, computer vision machine learning methods um, in in a way where. Um, um the quality of your results are good enough to work in that context, which is very time sensitive, high pressure, um, you know, you better it better work kind of kind of kind right, of requirement. Right. So I think I think that's that's somewhat proven true. But at the same time, we've never stopped believing in the sector and wanting to sort of make a dent in the sector because I think um it's one of the largest industries on the planet, sort of exactly probably most countries biggest contributor to GDP. Um, and and so the potential is just, you know, uh, amazing. So I think it's worth, uh, worth the work. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that. That's probably one thing I'll add.
0: Yes, it's interesting you point that out. You know, when you look at the stock market, uh, retail is low margin, but it's the biggest businesses, the revenues, and the you know, you, you look at in, in my lifetime, Walmart, Amazon, etc. You know, uh, so it's interesting that. So, and from what you guys have just told me, it kind of makes sense that with the analytics side, you know, retailers have always been very strong on the analytics to understand uh, their business and their customers. And in one way, AI is the next step, it's the next logical step. Uh, uh, And vision adds a new dimension compared to the, the classic analytics topic here now what are the the major challenges philip you've seen you know you know you talked about this introduction what are the big challenges you've seen from a technical point of view uh maybe from a you know a people point of view trying to convince people so what have you seen
2: yeah i think i think so so one thing is um obviously from a let's say um op- operative um uh, perspective right um a lot of the things that we work with and i think a lot of things that are relevant for retailers have some sort of real-time um, um requirements where 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 it's it's not it's also important to know after the fact but um some things kind of need to act upon now so there's not so the typical retail store is not ai ready if you will there's no um sort of there there there's no so hardware there there's no periphery there um so 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 you need to kind of um build that infrastructure build that platform for retailers for them to be able to really um um dive in and and sort of um you know have these be be able to sort of have these experience and and, and 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 use this technology to a meaningful kind of point and at the same time um i think at the same time because you know you just mentioned sort of margins um um you 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 need to be kind of cost competitive right um it's not sort of retailers i think they're usually not the pioneers pioneers where they where they say um you know i'm going sort of uh, do big projects here, do big projects there. It doesn't matter. The cost will come down eventually. It's like nothing will scale in retail if it's not sort of profitable from the get-go. I mean, you will do lighthouse projects here, lighthouse projects there, but at, at, in the end, you you need to be measured like every other project in the store, um, which needs to which which needs to generate a positive return. And and sort of the last point I would make um, is that at the same time, um, I think you 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 need to. You need to you need to give retail a, a certain flexibility because I mentioned sort of every store is sort of somewhat different. Like even if it's the the one Walmart and the next right there, sort of as similar as they get. Yes. But even 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 though they're not like exact copies of themselves, um, the staff are not exact copies of, of of the other staff, and 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 the processes are are neither the processes are neither. So I think I think these are sort of you know. Um, Problems sort of pointing in different directions, but you somewhat need to bring them together to really create, I think, a compelling solution that um, that, that 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 can scale, and then also will uh, have to be able to scale. And sort of scaling in that sense, really, um, because we just said, you know, these are one of the some of the largest companies on the planet. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's scaling means really, really Big scale, right? Thousands and ten thousands of locations, um, and and sort of if you just leverage existing cameras, it'll be like dozens uh, for every location. Can be can be even more plus sort of uh, other sensory stuff, point of sale integration. So it's just, um, I think um, it took us a while to 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 appreciate that that complexity, um, but uh, doesn't doesn't say it can't work. Um, we I think we're getting more and more uh, uh, more closer and closer to to the point where um we're really ready to go at scale and uh, i think we've been able to show the first examples of this already that's excellent
0: yeah. and valerio w- what's your view on this
1: yeah yeah i totally agree with uh with philip i, I guess like he touched like uh, a few points that are actually um uh, uh, you know critical uh for uh the adoption of ai and uh, and also want to reconnect to you you said like uh yeah and it's true like uh, the uh, the retail industry, um, when it comes to you know large retail chain, most of the time they have very uh, a lot of skills to uh, that they can use to analyze data and to get insight on uh, on uh, uh, data collected from customer, uh, you know, purchase habits and so forth. But uh, at the end of the day, and something that probably it's uh, it's a uh, like uh, philip has already like is just touched it um so it's the fact that eventually at the store you don't have all this uh, uh you know technical expertise and so like when it comes to a solution you want to deploy uh in a in a physical store it has to be a solution that is really uh you know super simple uh also for not expert uh it expert user to to handle and to and to leverage and to get advantage from and uh and so this this is surely a challenge that i see being solved uh i mean the, that um uh, you know company like uh like signatrix and and uh, under like from a, a software standpoint or lenovo from uh, an hardware sim- standpoint are um are trying to solve so being able like providing both hardware and software uh, solution that are easy to deploy easy to manage um even for a non non technical uh, expert and uh, and the other perception is the i guess like the other challenge for the adoption is uh and this is also something that philip mentioned uh, probably the the lack of perception of uh what the uh what is the roi um uh like compared to the to the cost of the solution so how like you work with that you, you 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 work on uh, on very low margin and uh, your business is it's like really uh really tight really slim and um and you want to be sure that you are not just experimenting with uh, the coolest new technology you want to be sure that it has a value um and this is something that is fairly easy to do when when it comes to uh you know solution for uh you know calculation uh, that you do for uh, uh loss prevention like when it comes to you know preventing errors at the at the point of sales or thefting but it, it might be a little bit trickier when it comes to other solution like a supply chain optimization or uh uh, or a uh, shelf restocking that is uh, like, uh, probably is not, the perception is not, uh, is not, uh, that distinctive. like, it's not something you grasp immediately, but of course there are, um, you know, a lot of advantage in implementing also those kind of solution and, uh, and, um, uh, you know, last but not least is the retrofitting. I mean, you, uh, as Philip said, you have different stores, different uh, you know, logistic, different uh, uh, kind of physical condition, and you have to be sure that the 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 this AI implementation is able to really um be accommodated, uh, can be accommodated within any kind of physical stores, and the same thing applies for the uh, the infrastructure. So when it comes to you know, the power compute, uh, like the compute power that you have to deploy in a store for running this, uh, uh, you know, uh, compute intensive, uh, kind of real time analytics on, on video stream, uh, you have to be sure you have, uh, uh, you know, the footprint is not that big. Like you don't have, uh, excessive, like, uh, each generation or noise generation, like you have to work on very tight boundaries um and yeah like i guess like a lenovo in the from this point of view is working as like a couple of really uh good solution unique in the market uh the, the like our the edge server like ruggedized server are really like getting a lot of traction in this market because of the of this constraint and because they solve some of the main challenges in uh in deploying hardware uh data center grade hardware into uh you know a uh, kind of environment that there are not per se data centers right
0: uh, i mean you guys touched on so many interesting topics there but to me you know if i want to summarize it it's the the real world aspect right that, that is the real challenge you know the the space the, the simple things uh you know because we are used to very much in a lab or in a Uh, a data center here we're talking about the real world real stuff happens and you've got to react to it now as we've gone through the podcast we've touched on lots of different things so to sort of simplify it to a bear of little brain like myself could we go through a shopping experience yeah just imagine me right driving up or walking up could we take me through a scenario uh, of how AI and uh, computer vision can make my experience better. Really?
2: Certainly. Maybe I'll add one sentence before I get started, um, because I think um, it's, it was very interesting what, what uh, Valeria just said in terms of, oh. sort of ROI, how do I figure that out as a retailer? And I think often in computer vision, in our experience, um, you have a you have, you have situation where, you, where every sort of individual thing that you do, or that you can do, which you know, we'll talk about a few in a second. Yeah. They often have a somewhat marginal contribution to ROI or to profitability. Uh, right. So it's like you do one does not sort of change the store around entirely. Right. Um, but and in some, I think they can get very interesting. And 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 at the same time, uh, I think it's important to think about these things as a portfolio and as a Conglomerate, if you will, because I think if you only look at the single one, we've seen this with a lot of customers. You will very easily slip into a place where you will not do the thing because of um, ROI considerations, because you have so much marginal cost associated with bringing about every new use case. Um, so I think you really want to you really want to look at the sum. But let's get started. Um, so you said okay, you're going to drive up to the shop. Um, obviously, sort of first thing um, that 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 you can do uh, if you can sort of generate the data for it using potentially cameras, obviously finding you a nice parking spot, maybe guiding you through the parking lot, um, um, also maybe charging you automatically for parking, um, if that's something that you're interested in, just sort of uh, having a real-time understanding of what's going on there. And that real-time understanding of what's going on there will basically also be the, the, the pillar of, 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 of the uh, use cases that follow because that's really what's changing. Um, all of a sudden you know where stuff is where people are what people do and not just sort of after the fact and not just uh, 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 consolidated but 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 sort of in every time 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 step Um, you know guiding you through the shop when you don't know where to find something you know maybe you have a list that you can upload you know um maybe maybe uh you check in with your app right and Sort of the retailer will know, you know, what 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 are, what are you definitely going to buy? Uh, what would be a nice fit? You know, what's maybe on offer that that would be complementary to that? Maybe, you know, um, uh, reminding you to not forget something because then, you know, then you'll have to return you'll be mad because, I don't know, you forgot the X or something like that on Saturday. Um right? Also, basically, dynamically do dynamic pricing, right? Uh, so, special offers, special price reductions, you know, I think we have a, a huge – a huge problem with uh, with food waste. Um, how, how do we how do we fix that? Right. Um, 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 I think sort of you can you can like customers. There's always some price elasticity, um, and and you can use that sort of um, basically discount throughout the day. Uh, discount perfectly to your inventory. Um, you can basically uh, estimate those demand curves and and and, and, and have some, some um, a more complete sale of your inventory. Um, and I think so another thing that, that is interesting coming, basically taking this from e-commerce back to the stores, sort of look at targeted, targeted advertising, right? I think more and more retailers are looking uh, or trying or playing with sort of retail media, uh, basically auctioning off their eyeballs in a way. Um, but how do you do that right? You know, what's interesting for which consumer? Um, um, how is that motivated by what they've been doing before, what they're doing after? Um, I think I think that that can be a very interesting one. And uh and then I think uh, another big one is uh, checkout experience, right? Sort of once you once you're through, once you've sort of found everything that 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 you need, um, you don't want to you don't want to wait in line. You know, there's some technologies there uh, that 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 can help, um, and uh, but but also basically augmenting what kind of checkout systems you already have. I mean, think of think of just manned uh, point of sale. Think think of sort of self checkout, uh, mobile checkout. You know there's a lot of sort of things that you can do, basically looking at process compliance, avoiding errors at the checkout, um, at the self-checkout, and also minimize waiting time, like dynamically opening new uh, points of of sale, dynamically uh, basically uh, deploying personnel to that. And uh, maybe to close, you know, once through the journey, you you could very much envision Having more uh, more personalized loyalty programs um, um, having uh, having basically coupons that, that that will drive you back that are really relevant for you uh, given what you've just done uh, in the store so that uh, by all means incomplete but um, um, uh, hopefully will we'll give a first indication of of what could be cool
0: no i I like that Actually, there's so many of those things that would really benefit my experience uh, Valerie would you like to add anything?
1: Just, uh, I was about to make a joke. Like, I tend to forget everything, even when I buy online. <laughs> yes. So, <it> was, <laughs> see, if I go to a physical store, usually it's a lot of ping pong from outside to inside because I keep on forgetting stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. but that that is uh yeah. I I like that vision, and I and I'm sure like it will happen uh, like very soon. Um, I, I see like really like the. That uh, what is called the future, like, is happening today, and uh, we will see it more and more. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. I already see like how uh, that would require like a specific infrastructure to be in place, uh, right? To get it, uh, absolutely. I think, like, there are some fundamental technology that um, are enabling that future vision of the retail. Uh, I mean, we I already mentioned the fact that uh the uh you know compute devices should uh should uh should cope with the very narrow spaces like should uh ensure like so they have to have uh really small footprint but at the same time having compute capabilities uh like we we now know like uh, gpus in terms of like we are talking about computer vision and structured data uh you know for real-time analytics uh, like uh, gpus uh nvidia gpus are de facto um you know the the de facto platform for uh that allows those kind of computation and uh we we can adopt it now like we have that computer uh, compute power now that can be deployed uh, at the edge so edge is uh, one of the key pillars right now for enabling a retail store to to have this kind of technology but also i see um how like uh you know to guide this customer through this journey in the retail store uh you need to have like uh, you know one of the you know fundamental technology uh, might be in the future I, and even now like this is going to be a reality pretty soon like in many in most of the cities is going to be 5g technology so like uh, you know network um um private network within uh the uh, the store itself that allows this uh, you know continuous uh, uh data exchange between uh, uh the customer and the and uh and the uh you know and the uh, and the store um it uh, solution and uh, and in that sense given that we we are uh, in uh, in Europe, like and uh, in EMEA, like and and there is a you know a very high attention to uh, to data privacy. Uh, all the components, even like besides the software itself, like uh, all the 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 hardware components, has to be sure like uh, data integrity and and data um, security at the highest level. And uh, this is something that you see more and more uh being adopted by uh, even by all the uh the uh the hardware vendor including and you see specific engine, specific uh components, uh chip components integrated into into the the compute processors such as like including the uh, the the GPUs uh to protect data uh, which is the okay. fundamental building block of the of the AI technology.
0: You know, it's interesting. I'm going to show my age here. Uh, in the year 2000, I was uh, working with a very large French retailer and we were asked to deploy blade centers into every single retail store. And it really, what you were talking about, Philip and Valera, is really interesting. It was very similar uh, to what you're talking about with the introduction of AI. And a lot of the thoughts you had and came across there, because Firstly, they want to, uh, we, we asked them, why do you want players? Because it was simple. If something broke, they could just FedEx it, yeah? Uh, and somebody in the store who didn't know anything about a server or networking just pushed it in, yeah? yeah. Uh, and the other point you brought up, Philip, was this this marginal gains, you know? By having a cluster of servers there, they could put the security cameras on one, they could put the, sh- uh, the tills on another system, they could put the back end uh, databases on the other structure, yeah, so yes, it's these and you have to look at the whole picture uh, you know you pointed out one of the biggest stories of your journey or when you described that journey was the sustainability side of things, you know a amount of energy you save or petrol if your parking space is you know dedicated to you or you know where it is uh, if you're not throwing away food that's that's hugely important, yeah. So, yeah, and that really brought out the ROI calculation you talked about. So it's uh, really exciting. What you've defined is uh, quite amazing. So before we finish, is there any last talk from you, Philip? anything you've forgotten?
2: I like this analogy that you just had with the blade servers, right? Um, you know, it's sort of the next generation of that rollout, if you will, and that the first the first time you did it, um, you, that you had sort of, Similar thoughts, and now I think it's you need to figure out, you know, what's what with what portfolio of solutions and and, and benefits will you be willing to start just to get going to get that infrastructure into the stores, right? And I think sort of um, with a lot of customers, we're now at a point where they where they see enough value that they're starting to go, um, and I think this is only when it becomes interesting, right? Because then you just have so much upside. Right. You you start with something where you just maybe maybe you break even, you're you're slightly profitable, but then you basically your store AI ready. Right. And sort of all the things that we just talked about together, I think, you know, they're either they're there or they're very close. And um, I think with that with that generation of hardware and with that generation of uh, software that we now that we now have and that we're now ready to deploy, I think um this 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 whole picture that we've just painted here um is very close to also becoming a reality for a lot of retailers
1: and valerio your last thought what we we will see in uh in uh, in the future is going to be really exciting for retail i mentioned the digital replica of the store it's a, one of those things that it will be enabled by the uh you know amount of information you can gather uh within the real store and so uh, that would be like also a way to forecast or to design uh, faster um, the what could be the next evolution of the of the physical store or the next capability you can implement in that in uh, in the store. So there are a lot of, of technology, a lot of uh, implementation that is going to happen uh, soon, and uh, it will be amazing to see it uh, uh, in in reality.
0: So, folks, uh, thank you so much for contributing to this uh, podcast. I'm sure, you know, it sort of stimulated my mind, and I'm sure a lot of the people listening would also have been stimulated. Philip, thank you so much for joining
1: us. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Tikiri, and thank you all for attending this. So, hope you found this podcast useful.
0: Uh, don't forget, wherever you pick up this podcast, keep up. Uh, listening to this space because uh, we will have future podcasts uh, covering some amazing AI technologies and always remember when the going gets tough, the tough go shopping.